Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carol and David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, welcome to the Topless Travel Show, where we will be broadcasting on location at selected events, exposing new and exciting adventures to stimulate all your desires. How appropriate is that? And we're here at Desire Pearl with Sexy Silver Event, enjoying the sexy peeps along with the hot Mexican sun, the beach, the pool, and of course, the amazing hot tub and playroom. Absolutely, and Topless Travel brings the travel culture to sexy, open-minded couples, so you can explore the possibilities, and I mean all the possibilities, while on vacation. Wow, you got that out. That's I did. good. I did. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to get in touch with yourself or your couple, to build relationships or make new friends, or simply hang with compatible, genuine people in a non-judgmental location, we've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now. The Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries, and as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Absolutely. Did I tell you I woke up horny this morning? You're always horny, honey. But yes, you did tell me, I think, three times. You know times. why I was horny? Why were you horny, babe? Because the couple we played with last night is on our show today. <gasps> what? Yes. Shh. Don't tell, don't tell them. Shh. So... We're going to bring them on in a second, but I need to ask everyone, have you ever wondered how swingers evolve in the lifestyle? How do they keep things fresh and new and exciting? Of course, travel and sexy vacations always add passion, novelty, and fun into any relationship, but what about the sex? Well, on today's show, we're going to chat with a seasoned swinger couple who have found their way to spice up their sex life and continue to explore their sexuality with other open-minded people. We find out how their evolving lifestyle experiences continue to bring them closer together as a couple and strengthen their relationship. How close together were they last night? They were pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. We're going to talk about that later. But like we do on every show, we want to talk about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up, so if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak proof and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone loops to other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely buy on Amazon. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. And order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does. But before we get on with the show, we want to tell everybody about our new top waterproof blanket. We have a brand new color. It's a light pink on one side and blue on the other, which are the same colors as... The pink ribbon and the blue ribbon for uh, breast breast cancer cancer and and prostate prostate cancer. cancer. And our mission with this new blanket is to support survivors on their journey to returning to a normal sex life again. 
and we're going to be donating five dollars a blanket sold to a charity that helps cancer survivors get back in the sack Mm, that's great. So if you want any more information, just go to our website, topwaterproofblanket.com, to find out how you can help with our mission and buy your pink and blue blanket on Amazon today. Thanks, everyone, for your support. All right. Should we get started with the show? I think so. We're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. And as we were last night with them, we're so excited to have on our show today's special guests. Excited, excited. Oh, my goodness. We have Terry and Steve from Florida whom we've known for about seven years now. We kind of had to figure that one out, but we've met several times on lots of cruises and Would lots you say of we know events. them intimately? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I think <laughs> quite intimately. So welcome, guys. Thank you Hi for there. taking the time. Hi. Wow, we're going to have fun. You guys kind of have to get with it and tell us all sorts of cool stories. Is that okay? You know, you oh, sound yes. like a Disney princess today. A Disney princess. Yeah. What's up with you? You're know. extra horny and, and you want me to be a Disney princess? I'm thinking you're, you're sounding a little bit like Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Well, that's your favorite. Yeah. Uh-oh. We've got she a is. fantasy going on here. Last night, Chelsea was singing the song. Oh, what? Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't hear her. Yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, Chelsea's hot too. Let's start by telling us by a little way, bit about... By the way, Chelsea and Mark are like topless travels hosts. DJ entertainment staff and we got a shout out to them for making these trips here so spectacular. Absolutely. What a great job they have. They do. Yeah. Let's get back to our guests, Terry and Steve. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about how you met, how long ago, tell us the story of all that. So we met at a bachelor and bachelorette fundraiser and even though Steve let me go, uh, at the end of the night I just approached him, he was standing against the wall all six foot four of them and I went over to him and I said you know there's no reason we still can't date <laughs> all right that's <laughs> and that's cool. how we started actually yeah so she she invited you yeah I was innocently off in a corner and yes uh-huh. there's no innocence about you uh-huh <laughs> and tell me what was the attraction how, how was the feeling was it a f- love at first sight type of thing um she is just Terry is just fun yeah there, in any environment Terry is fun Terry is uh, the person that's going to go and meet and walk up to anyone what you're not fun no not anywhere oh. near what this woman is <laughs> I know right <laughs> she's awesome we love Terry it's amazing how that tongue travels in the disco last night that tongue was kissing and which tongue the fun tongue her tongue oh Terry's tongue I was keeping tabs on her last night and she gets around whoa <laughs> we're gonna get into that later whoa so so you guys met at this party and yes. what was the attraction was it his height was it his big feet because normally you can big feet big cock right <laughs> normally actually normally yes he says normally <laughs> i didn't say that steve okay i was giving you the benefit of the doubt so i used to tend to be more attracted to a completely different kind of man than steve bald um, they were just, it was just more about raw sexuality without any other thought to the kind of person that they were. It was just, I was just, everybody was just about the sex for the most part. And Steve was the first person of substance, real substance and good looks. And like, I felt like he was the whole package. I was like, I'm going to try something different because I keep having to throw these men to the wayside. But it doesn't you knew work he out. was a good man because you spoke with him and you had conversations and you liked what he said. You liked how he sounded. Okay, so, yeah. so you yeah. met. Who kissed who first? Oh, it's Terry. 
<laughs> she gets no surprise. You first. <laughs> no surprise. So the way I wooed Terry once we met her was um, Terry's a yoga instructor. And so I went to her class at a studio somewhere, and there were 20 people in the class, and it was me and a buddy I brought with me and 18 other women. And all you heard from the back of the room was, ah, oh, you want me to do what? Ah. So um, you disrupted the class. I, I, a little bit. <laughs> I attended the class to get her attention, and uh, it worked. Oh. She said she was, like, very impressed. <laughs> First thing. guys coming to yoga, right? That's what you told oh. me. Well, I was impressed because he was the first man I dated in years that actually showed that kind of an interest, and that was also very powerful to me, that he really cared. What am I doing? And what about the six-foot-seven lanky thing that couldn't even hold one pose? <laughs> I laughed. You laughed. Exactly. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on. That is a lot of fun. How was the first date? <laughs> what was our first date? Oh. I know what it was. We would meet at a restaurant between our homes, which weren't very far apart, because we were hiding from the children that we were dating since our children knew each other. So we would meet at some restaurant somewhere, and that was our first date, was at some restaurant. And during that first date, we realized that the things we didn't want were important, like no more children. Um, and then from there it progressed, and we just did realized you, we had a lot of common. Did you on the common. first date? Oh, yeah. Did you have sex on the first date? No. No. Nope. No. By the third date, she was on top of me. Uh huh. Yeah. At whose place? <laughs> uh, at my place. Oh. Yeah, I was at my place. Did you cook um, for her? I was gonna. I was about to go on a uh, a trip that was gonna take me away for uh, a while, and she said um, something to the effect of, uh, "Don't postpone joy." And then she jumped on top of me. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. No postponing joy. I love that attitude. That's what we say every day, too. Why postpone joy? When you live with this guy, it's joyful every single day. Well, I, I think they're very complimentary, don't you think, Steve? I think they I, are. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why we get Scary. along. Scary. Scary. Yes, exactly. That there are two amazing people like us in this world. <laughs> <laughs> so, now you've been together. Fast forward. To fast forward. You're married. <clears throat> Where did swinging and the lifestyle begin? So Terry had flirted with the lifestyle a little bit long before I ever knew her. Her girlfriends would go to um, swing clubs or things oh, like that. Did. I didn't know anything about this. And um, then, uh, well, yeah, seven years, she got tired of me and said, we need to go do something else. So, so after uh, you'd been together seven <laughs> years, you yes. brought it up? That was your, Terry, you yep. brought it up? You know, I wish I could remember exactly how it came up. I think we were just talking about our sex lives, and we were like, well, what could we do differently kind of a thing? And then I said, well, we could go check out one of these clubs where people play around with other people, and it's just like something to mix it up, because but I knew I was going to... you ever heard of a sex club like this? Did you know what the swinging lifestyle was all about? Yeah, I mean, South Florida, you've, right, okay. you've heard of things. Yeah. I had never been to one. Um, we tried one out. And uh, it turned out to be a, a, a very positive experience for us. Uh, that's a story by itself. Okay, okay. Um, and, uh, and from there, once that happened, we were just looking for more and more. And did this encourage your relationship to get stronger? Like, did you feel like this added to your relationship seven years into? Do you feel like you were a stronger couple after talking about trying and expanding your lifestyle? I certainly do, because it forced us to talk about things 
that we would never entertain. So we had to keep checking in with each other. And the checking in is part of the maintenance of the marriage and the relationship. And so that was very profound. It was just, and we got to learn things about each other we would, we would never learn. So when Carol and I got into the lifestyle, when we first got divorced. Wait, wait, when we were divorced from our exes. Not when we got divorced. We're not divorced. We're right. still married. Exactly. It's costing me every week more and more and more. <laughs> but no. Um, after we got divorced from our first marriage, <coughs> from our first marriage, we found that there was this sexuality in us that we had never explored. And growing up, I was a very sexual person. Carrie, Carol was a very sexual person. When you guys were young, we'll call we'll start in high school. Terry, were you sexually active? When was, when was the first time you had sex? Probably with myself when I masturbated as a little child because I was really kind of awkward um, through high school. I really didn't do anything physical. I was sh- I was kind of a little backwards compared to most of my girlfriends, actually. So when did you lose your virginity, so to speak? Uh, I believe I was 15 or 16. Oh, okay. Like Carol. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. That's Back cool. then, that was kind of but, but, old. But, old. <laughs> but were, you, were you naughty and mischievous and taboo? Did you like just fuck any guy or was, was that a boyfriend? Well, I mean, I, I kissed a lot of boys, you know, and fooled around like that, but I didn't ever really progress to anything really intimate, not until And I was, was it a 15. boyfriend or was it a one-night stand, your first experience? It was, well, this this guy kept chasing me, and um, it just so happened that it actually is kind of a strange story because my mother threw me out because she was mad at me for something I did because I was a very rebellious teenager. And then the only one that would come to my aid was this one boy that had a crush on me, and that was his uh, gift. Oh, nice. <laughs> Let's get back me from my mother. Ugh, lost my virginity. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> what about you, make me feel better? When did no. you start becoming sexually active? Well, I was trying from a young age, but uh, I don't think I succeeded until about the same time, 16-ish. Do you remember the first time you had, you fucked a girl? Yes. Was it That's good? That's a good thing. It was a while ago, I guess, right? <laughs> was it good? Um, it was... Um, Quick. Well, yeah, it was. I'm, I'm, I'm a guy, <laughs> so it, yeah, it was. Was it a girl that you wanted to have? Like, was no, she, uh, no, no, no. Th- I, look, this was exploring. Okay. This was just exploring, and I was awkward throughout that entire period, that whole next several years, and I didn't even become kind of sort of. So Good when you first got into the lifestyle, did you feel that awkwardness that you both had mentioned? Did you feel awkward or did you feel like this was home for you? How did you Because we found it was our calling. Yeah. So I guess for me, what I want to say is that I just thought it was amazing. I thought, oh, this the possibilities, ideas of where this could go um, and, and also into m- more intimacy with each other and learning about each other. It was just another adventure, and it looked like huge. It looked like we were just at the tip of this really huge, crazy, cool thing. Um, but we started out soft swap, and we so were really cautious. That you didn't have sex with other people. It was more oral sex. It was more t- flirting, that kind of thing, when you started. And did you feel awkward when you were getting into it? Did you feel like back when you were a teenager, or did it feel comfortable no, to you? No, my biggest concern was whether or not I was going to feel jealousy. Oh, yeah. And uh, you... you uh, for me, you just can't know that right. until you do it 
and I was not jealous. Mm. Not. It was, I knew I was going home with Terry. Right. I was good with that. And if she was having fun, I was happy. And The security I, was there. You felt it, secure in your relationship, and there was nothing really jeopardizing it. Right. And we talked. I, I know when we first started swinging, I had zero de- jealousy, and I actually got turned on by watching Carol get fucked by another guy. But you don't know how you're going to feel with that either, right? You have no idea what's going to happen. And when we started playing at the beginning, we had had lots of experiences. But one particular one that I recall, like so, like like it happened yesterday, was that we were all playing in a group in someone's home, kind of on the floor on a carpet, and there was couches all around. Well, I was done, and I was taking a break. I sat on the couch, and I watched the play continue. And for the first time, I saw David fucking another woman from a different point of view, where I wasn't playing, I'm watching him just fuck someone right in front of me. And I went, oh, wow, that was like a memory. Like I said, that's really happening. Because, you know, when you're in the thick of it, and you're all getting fucked and Mm -hmm. sucked, and you're doing and touching and everything, you don't really see it such a way. So I remember that very first time seeing David fucking another woman. I didn't feel jealous. I just remember saying, oh, Wow, that's what that's like. And that's what it is. And, and just seeing it actually made me relax. Now, now I've seen it. You can't unsee it, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and then if I would see Terry really enjoying herself, I'd be, we'd go home and, okay, what was that person doing? Uh-huh. I want to know about this. Uh-huh. I want to yeah. put more tools in the toolbox. Well, I was doing, when David was, he, we had some friends who were like great cocksuckers. So I would like go up to David and go, and I'd be looking, I'm going, I'm learning, and I'm watching very, very close to his cock and watching her suck the cock. And so, like, She's I would say... He's a good say, student. I would say afterwards, I want to suck your cock, like, I like to suck your cock like she did. And then I, uh, and, and she had these long nails, and that was super sexy to me. I never had long nails back then, and I couldn't believe how much that added to just the feeling on the cock that your nails were sexy. I felt more sexy. I was totally into it. So, yeah, I was a good student as well. <laughs> So you guys, you guys started off soft swapping. What our shows about, you know, the swinging evolution of you guys. What changed soft swap to full swap, which is full penet- penetrative sex? See that word is more than oh six my letters. Goodness, you got it out, David. I got it out. Wow. <laughs> All right. So this is. So we're on a, a lifestyle cruise. It's the first cruise. How we've long been have on. you been in the lifestyle at this point? Uh, we've been in the li- at that point. Less than a year. Oh, wow. Still new. Okay. Still new. We, were, we, we go on a lifestyle cruise, and uh, we, we see on the calendar that they're going to have um, couples speed dating. And um, when I was in between wives, the one thing I never got to do was speed date. So we were going to go speed dating. So speed dating, you sit across from some another couple, and you've got like 90 seconds to talk to them, then you move to the next couple, and on you go. Well, they give you pieces of paper, so I'm making notes while Terry's the one talking to the couple. We get back to our room, and we've got like 20 sheets of paper in front of us. We can't remember which piece of paper goes with which couple. And they're done that. Yep. <laughs> so on one of the pieces of paper, I had written 5 foot 11. Because if the woman's five foot eleven, I'm going to notice, yeah. right? So we we know who they are. We have their cabin number. We put a note in their door and ask them if they'd like to go to dinner. So they say yes. We don't know that they're on the cruise with several other couples from their same town. So we think we're going to dinner with another couple. We end up at dinner with a dozen people. Hell yeah! That's so fun. Three hours later, we're in the dog pile in the middle of the playroom. 
Uh-huh. And, you know, like two prairie dogs, we pop up, we're looking at each other going, are you okay with this? Because this is now moving to full swap, like now. <laughs> and so we looked at each other and said, yep, we're both good. Continue on. And uh, that cool was story. our introduction very to cool full swap. And, and the fun thing about it was 5'11", had no interest in me. Oh, really? She just wanted to make sure that everyone had a good time. Sure. She was kind of like the ambassador. They had a lot of experience. We had none. They brought us in. It was a very good experience. Now, so, describe so, a little bit about the playroom in, in, on the cruise ship. What is it like and what sounds and things like that that's so our audience can understand what you're experiencing? Because then I'm going to tell a story about the four of us in a dog file. <laughs> okay, go, go ahead. So on a ship, they'll just take like a huge banquet room that would maybe normally be used for meetings or whatever, and they section it all off with mattresses all over the place, and some of them may be eight king mattresses put together, and that's an orgy room. Beautiful shears. Yeah, and then they'll take a bunch of other areas, and they'll section them off with these pretty shears and um, ethereal lighting and pretty music and little garbage cans, thank you. And the whole place in, is sectioned off also for the type of sexual activity. There might be what they call a dark room where you can't see your hand in front of your face. Or there might be a dungeon for uh, yes, dominatrixes hanging out in. And there's every kind of genre of sexual uh, you know, preferences for every single person. Right. And so, where so were you with the dog hang pile? On, so hang on. So on, on the Bliss Cruises, just to clarify for people, there's probably five or six different playrooms, right? There's some for women only. There's some for couples. There's some, some for singles. But the playroom that Terry and Steve got into is where we play is the couples only room where they have the big orgy bed in the middle, correct? But you mm -hmm. also can just play with your partner by yourself. It's not a requirement to jump into an orgy. No. Right. We c you can do whatever you want. You can just walk in there, but of course, you're not allowed to be in street clothes. Um, and when you walk in, you know, they usually hand you a bag to take your clothes off with if you haven't shown up in lingerie or, or appropriate clothing. And then you go in, and a couple could just stay together, walk around, and look at other couples if they wanted to, or they might just play with each other, or they might invite other couples to play with them, or they might be meeting people they met outside the playroom to play with for a date and anything in between. So I'm going I'm to get back to your experience. Um, great description of how Bliss Cruise puts on these amazing playrooms. But Steve, when you saw another cock in your wife's mouth or pussy, how did you feel? Um, I, I actually was fine. I, like I said, I was worried that I would be jealous. Not at all. Not at all. She was enjoying herself and if there was something going on I hadn't seen. And and Terry, knowing that Steve is a little cuckoo sometimes. What? He's not cuckoo. <laughs> he has these issues. No, he doesn't. Stop it. What, what are you spreading here? Rumors no, about Steve. No. Steve is the docile one in this relationship. We know that. Terry drives everything. When you guys were in that pile, did you check in on him to make sure he was okay? Because obviously you were the aggressive, I'm jumping in the pile, sitting on cocks. Did you make sure he was okay? Well, he's just um, imagining that. Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Steve Steve is probably more sensitive than I am in a lot of ways. Oh, sorry, so I used the I'm wrong word. Sensitive was how I wanted to describe I, I was, right. I would. I was hoping for sensual, but okay. <laughs> well, he's not docile at all. I will edit all. in sensual and sensitive and caring. <laughs> 
Right, because it's more like he always says, I'm like the guy in the relationship, and he's more like the woman in the way that we approach sex sometimes. And so I'll go in there, and I'm just like, I see somebody I like, I just go in, I barely know who they are. And other times I do want to get to know them. But I would check with Steve. Let's just say I pay attention to him, and I want to make sure he sees where I am, and I want to know that I'm safe. Although there's never been an issue of safety, but... When you're first new at this, you want to feel like nobody's going to do something inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I that like that's what your partner's for to make sure. So that I like you're the safe. fact that Both you got you. into this dog pile, you checked in with each other, and full swap happened. Now, when you got back to your cabin after, what was the discussion like? We were like, "Wow, what just did, happened? Did we really I do that?" that. <laughs> And now what? Now we have to have a different kind of talk. And now we have to communicate about what comes next and how do we go from here and are we okay? And we decide that from that point on always that we would always reconnect and have kind of reconnection sex, reunion sex with each other and make sure that we check in in that way every time that we're okay since whatever, you know, situation we're in happened. So on the first cruise we went on, we knew a couple of people who were there who knew a couple of people, who knew a couple of people, and then we were a whole bunch of people who knew each other, and we went into the playroom, onto the orgy bed. We must have been 12, 15 couples. Something like that. And it was the hottest fuck fest we've ever had in 15 years in the lifestyle. We had the women stacked three, two on top of each other, three on top of each other, and the guys were just coming in, fucking one pussy, fucking another pussy, fucking <laughs> another pussy, moving on. Five of the girls were massive squirters. The sheets were just wet as can be. And we all took turns. And there was, was people. Like, there was wow. people around watching the outside the whole scene. watching. Can we come in? And then some <laughs> people came in. Some people went out. It was like we got back to our cabin and said, did you see everything that was going on there? We got to tell you 15 years later, it's never happened again. You know, when it's so hot right. and crazy, yes. probably like your very first dog pal. You can't even repeat that because of the emotion, the feeling, the excitement, because it's now it's done already. It's like your honeymoon. You can't repeat your honeymoon. It's done already. So on that topic, we've had several instances where we were with a couple and for whatever reason, that particular moment, that particular time, it was just incredible and then we see that couple again a year later two years later and we all know it's never going right. to be that moment again but, but we do like recreating that moment and you know oh, we're never going to be there but it's cool but it's, it's very simple why and carol says it all the time that people swing for the excitement and the excitement is the first time right it's the most yeah. excitement right. is the first time yeah no. yeah well we also swing for the variety we do. Mm-hmm. Excitement comes from variety, so that's another thing. You just keep trying new different things. There are there have been times I've looked over and I, I see what's about to go inside Terry and I say, if that's what you want <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> and then she'll be flung around like a ragdoll. You okay over oh, there, honey? And yeah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> it's always, always fun when you try out new things. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk with um, Terry and Steve a little bit about how their swinging life has evolved. We're going to talk about some new sexual positions that they've just learned, um, our play date last night, and the orgy that they enticed us into on a cruise a couple of years ago. So stay tuned. You know this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David.
So let's just tell everybody about Topless Travel and the fun events we have coming up this year. For sure. And you know, we talk about Topless Travel all the time. They are the best. And if you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you simply must book with Topless Travel. From Hito 2 in Jamaica, Desire in Cancun, where we are right now, um, and all the Bliss Cruise experiences, Topless Travel <coughs> needs to be your number one choice. And their trips and events, of course, are all about the people and their sexy, fun experiences. Let's just shout out to their sexy host couples like Party Mark and Chelsea, who are here with us this week. They're there to ensure that you have one one hell of a sexy vacation. Absolutely. And like we are here, you'll find us on lots of the amazing topless travel trips. But listen up. We're going back to Hedonism 2. You know that's the place a couple of years ago. We stayed for 89 days. We go there at least two, three times a year. But we're going back in February for another Sexy Silver event from February 25th to March 1st. As always with Topless Travel, the rooms are selling out fast. And if you don't want to miss the biggest lifestyle party on Negril Beach, then you need to go and book your room now. And Topless Travel is always expanding their options for you to book the most erotic adventures. And new for 2023 is Temptation Grand in Misha's Dominican Republic. They'll be there October 15 to 22. That's 2023. It's a brand new lifestyle-friendly resort where you can explore your fantasies and meet lots of amazing couples. Absolutely. And of course, for more information about this trip or any of the other Topless Travel events, simply go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the Topless Travel Events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Ever? Ever? Ever. All right. Um, yeah, this we're is the back. Sexy Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We're Carol and David. Mm-hmm. We're back with our good friends, Terry and Steve from South Florida. And we've been talking to them about their evolution into swinging, some of the fun stories that they've experienced. Um, You mentioned jealousy earlier. Have you guys ever had a situation where that big, green monster monster has surfaced? Yes, we have had it happen once or twice. Um, Most recently, uh, we went to a house party with people that we have known for a long time. And um, Terry uh, went off with the host almost immediately and didn't, didn't say anything uh-huh. to me that she was about she to She really is the man in your relationship. <laughs> the rules are there not to be broken. <laughs> and I ended up finding... Uh, the the female host yes and she was saying the same thing about her husband okay. that he had just run off so the two of us went to found we found them of course screwing in the bedroom told both of them that they had broken the rules and then uh, we proceeded to have revenge sex uh-huh. that, that's always fun too <laughs> so it, it, it's interesting that you mentioned this do you guys often play a part uh, we will no the short answer is no. We, bad but we Terry. will play. Bad, bad Terry. <laughs> we will play in 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 different rooms as long as we're within hearing distance. Okay, that's cool. Of cool. each other, yeah. uh, but as a general rule, I like to play in a different room for Terry because um, she's so loud. She finishes first, and then mm. she wants to chat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Last <laughs> night he says, "Don't you dare start talking. I haven't come yet." Carol was. <laughs> that was Steve. Carol was stroking Steve's cock. It was rock hard. You know he was gonna come. Terry and I were basically done, and 
Yeah. He, you can hear Steve it. Steve had Terry, his warning. Terry he had his warning had out there. Orgasm, and he rolls over and said, Terry, don't you dare say a word. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> it was an understanding between the two of you, which I think you might have heard before, right? It was not the first time. So, so how did you resolve this jealousy situation? Well, we had that conversation afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but how did you feel? Did you help. feel like something in your gut when you couldn't find her, you didn't know where she was? What What was that feeling for you, the jealousy? Oh, it was um, clear, in my mind, clearly a rule was broken. Mm-hmm. For Terry, I, I mean, you can speak for yourself, but you didn't feel you had broken a rule. I mean, we had shown up at the same house together. You, we had been with these people many times before. So it was an uh, insecurity on your side right. that made this come up. Yes, right. exactly. And so we dealt with it. We talked about it. We reset our rules and we moved on. Mm-hmm. One, one of the issues that we have lived in the lifestyle is round two. Yeah, because normally I like I'm one and done. I'll put everything into my first round and I'm good. I can move on from there. David likes to do a round two. And then I'm kind of stuck twiddling my thumbs because I'm not into it. I'm not interested. He goes off and does a round two with somebody else. And so that's kind of where we have a disagreement. But that's not jealousy, though. That's a disagreement based on our understanding about how long we want to do this. But aren't but you jealous that I can go to round no, two? I'm no, I'm not jealous. No. But I was jealous at one point where I said that, you know, um, we have experienced jealousy at some point was after we had finished again we all had our round everybody came and now the couple was leaving they're at our house the couple was leaving and we're saying goodbye and david starts in making out with her at the door getting so hot and heavy and horny in just kissing her and very intimately and i'm going like in my head well we're finished playing they're trying to leave and are you starting another round like right here at the door? Bad. I was bad. And My I bad. thought, I actually felt jealous. And I said, I didn't like that. It felt like he was having an intimate moment with her and not just sex. And we don't, and we don't have, I mean, we have to play with a couple who likes to kiss. We love kissing. But I learned from Carol's clear description and discussion that we had together that when it's done, it's done. Well, yeah, because I kind of felt that that was now an intimate thing and it's not, there was no other sex happening. So why are you kissing her so intimately at this point? You know, so for me, I had that. And it's an insecurity. It was on me. You know, the insecurity is me uh, being insecure about that situation. But after we spoke like that and we spoke about it right away, there was not anger or anything, no. but I told him how I felt. So the issue wasn't the intimate kissing. The issue was when it happened, which was we're done. They're leaving, you know. Shake hands right. and away it we se- go. It seemed like there was intimacy outside of our playtime, which that was my issue. But anyways, we've resolved that and, and it doesn't and, happen and, often. And the other situation, which was me going for round two, the way we resolved that is if there's another girl who wants to get going for round two and Carol doesn't, we check in and she says, okay, fine, go ahead. And she'll come and watch. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. it gets hot and horny. She'll sit there and masturbate and do whatever. But she's not into putting out any extra effort at any energy. And um, it doesn't happen often, but sometimes, and if our listeners have been listening, <laughs> I've learned how to start experimenting with Viagra. I'm hoping that I'll be able to get hard and come a second time. And, you know, Carol... Well, he's putting it out there already. He's already priming me that he's going to want round two and three and four. Okay, I'm hearing it now. <laughs> I get it. Just saying. Yeah, just say it. Just saying. <laughs> he wants to be a boy again. <laughs> Even the 25 milligram. Steve, do you usually do round two? Uh, no. Um, Does And Terry? we have been down this whole you path. Oh, uh, so 
I can orgasm more than once depending on how long it takes, but if I have a really, really intense, thorough one, it could take quite a while for me to get off again. But somehow with Steve and I, the amount of time from the beginning of playing with people until the end, it's just kind of organic. If, if it takes him longer to orgasm and I'm just kind of there hanging out, me and the other person will maybe just lay there and like stroke each other and fondle and, and be affectionate with each other and maybe very talk in very quiet, hushed tones to not interrupt what's still going on nearby me. Okay, can I stop you for a second? So last night, we had an amazing cock-worshipping evening, okay? And it was all about the girls worshipping Steve's and my cock. Yeah. And we had great lube. And we had... Was it fun? It was fantastic. Oh, wow. And we used Lee Jagger's Rock Your Bedroom video about, if you've listened to our show, she's been on it, about all the different food ways you can massage a cock. And we're sitting there, and... Uh, Carol's doing Steve, and Terry is doing me, and they're watching, and both of us, Steve and I, came at almost the same time. That was funny, yeah. Which was very cool. Okay? But of course, we have to take care of the women. Now, during the session, Terry ended up sitting on my face. So we were in 69, she was choking my cock, I came in her mouth, and she was done, and I was done. But Carol took care of Steve, and when Steve came, it was Carol's turn. And then Steve turned around, went between Carol's legs, started eating out her pussy, and Terry and I were snuggling. Until and then something snorry until sounds came out. <laughs> There's someone sleeping, that's for sure. I thought it was David had drifted off, you know. I was tickling her back and massaging her ass. But and, it was and, and, Terry and, and you know when someone away. falls asleep in your arms, you feel them just relax and she falls asleep. Oh, that's funny. And then all of a sudden Carol's you, you were eating her pussy really, really well, and you got her going, and she was getting up there. And just as Carol's coming, Terry pops up and says, Oh, that's pretty hot. Said, Terry, you've been sleeping for 15 minutes. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, we're going to subscribe to the entire series yeah. of those uh, food. Rock, rock your bedroom. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's cock massage. Cock massage. Unbelievable. Uh, that was amazing yeah if our listeners could hear it there's a massive rainstorm happening right now yeah this. that's a so. huge cloud just anyways that's over. the story from last night right um so yeah jealousy does happen here and there what i got from you guys is that you spoke about it and we know in the lifestyle communication is key there's three rules right ask first no means no if you don't get an enthusiastic yes it's a no but communication and respect i think trump those three rules right yeah so i just wanted to say the only moment of jealousy i ever experienced so far when steve and i have been doing this now for 12 years is it was on i think maybe the second cruise we were on we met this couple where it was okay for me and the husband but steve and the wife were like really had this hilariously good chemistry going and we played with them but it was kind of like at the end of it, it was like eh, okay i don't need to play with him again it was okay but it wasn't the best experience for me and then we ran into them at the deck of the ship 
and he and the woman started to have a very intimate deep kiss and I was standing there and I thought and I don't know why just at the moment I was like I don't like this this makes me feel ooky and left out because I didn't feel like that about the husband the other husband Carol said the same thing it was and that was the only moment and it didn't very didn't last very long and I spoke to Steve about it just so that he would know how I felt but I've never had that happen again I never had that happen again so because he yeah. understood your feeling with kissing. Because kissing can be intimate. It can be more intimate than fucking somebody. And that's kind of what we have to remember. That, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, so that's very cool. So let's tell the cruise story in the playroom. And this is all on Steve. <coughs> so cruise story in the playroom. A couple of years Which ago. Which cruise are we talking about now? A couple Was years that ago. Alaska? I, 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 I can't, don't remember. I can't remember the cruise. Okay. But we're, we're walking to the playroom. And Terry and Steve are with this really cute couple. I forget what their names are. And they're having fun. And we had spoken about playing earlier. And we joined them. So now we're six of us playing. Now, just to set the scene, these guys have been playing already. We've been playing already. Steve is like, all right, here we go. Um, I ended up with the two girls. You were with Steve. Um, We had a great time. Both girls came. You came. Steve didn't really matter, but he was having a good time, and we were finished. At Why is he throwing you under the bus, Steve? Oh, because Steve is one of it's our biggest listeners. Because you love him. No, he's That's been, why. one of our biggest listeners. He's been listening forever, and I'm looking forward to him getting back to us on when he listens to the show, what he thought about himself being on okay, the show. Okay, yeah. But anyway, so we're there, and we're having a great time. And this was a long session; it was an hour, and the playroom was packed. The playroom was packed. There was probably four or five hundred people in there, and that was the evening where one person came and then it was like fireworks and like 20 other people oh, had orgasms yeah, at the same time. That? Remember in, that? In yes, the playroom yes. is one yeah, after right, the right, other right. after the other. You're right. So, so, well, you know, Carol and I, like we're done. We're looking at each other. Everything's great. We're leaving. We're, we're looking at Terry and Steve. It's like, are you guys coming for pizza or something? And Steve's like, no, no, I see that couple over there. I think we're going to go play with them. And Carol and I are like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> That's exactly. We're there. Okay, is this Superman over there? I don't know. <laughs> Those were the days. I think I think we caught up with you like at Cookies and Milk at three in the morning. Yeah. You know, at that cafe, and you like, like you went on with ten more other people. I but, think. But you know, Terry was describing the playroom earlier, and that's what you can do, right? You can have that fun sexual energy experience when you come on these trips, these vacations, because it's conducive to having. That, that energy to spice up your sex life. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my story. Yeah, it was a hot. It was a hot moment. Yes. We all talk about our favorite things. Do you guys have a favorite story you want to share? Hmm. Well, I have my favorite. <laughs> go ahead. You, you go first. Start. Terry so will think of one. So Terry, the social butterfly that she is. Where's the location? Where are we at? This is at uh, Naughty in New Orleans. Okay. She organizes... I think that's where we met you guys. Yeah, I Could think be. so. Yeah. We're trying to figure out which year it was. We go almost every year. Yeah, okay. And Terry organizes an orgy for the main playroom, gives everybody a time, and 17 people show up. Why was it 17? Because one couple had brought a third gotcha. um, to Naughty in New Orleans. Yeah. Love it. So there were, we have 17 people in an orgy, and it one point which is my favorite part of the story i have a redhead stroking my cock while a blonde who's getting fucked from behind is sucking my cock 
while I have a brunette kissing me and telling me how lucky I was. Uh, well, I think she's right. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> now, don't feel sorry for Terry. She's screwing a gorgeous fireman guy uh -huh. off on the far side. <laughs> so. Yeah, we're never going to feel sorry for Terry. She knows yeah. how to find fun. <laughs> it's that moments like that where you say, I love my life. <laughs> That is I something really we do. hear a lot in the lifestyle. You're just grateful for the fact that you're in a relationship with a partner who is just as open and wants to go out and have so much fun. And we know in the lifestyle that swinging is about the people, right? It's all about the people. The sex is secondary, even though some people say I swing for the sex. But you can't have great sex with someone else if they're not good people. Yeah, and if your partner's not comfortable and happy like you guys obviously are. That's a great story. I love that one. You look down and now you see that visual. I don't know how often you think about it, but it's very clear in your mind, right? I refuse to admit how many times I think about that story. <laughs> Terry, do you have another story? Um, I think one of my favorite occasions was, and once again, I think we were at, we were at Naughty and Nolens, and... We were in one of those little sequestered mattresses with the pretty ethereal curtains all around and the lighting. And this couple came in and, and she just kind of looked like, you know, very excited by the environment. And she and her husband said, can we come in and play with you? And they just came into the mattress and they started playing. And it just turned out to be this extremely sensual of the hour or however long it took it just was magical and we had, we didn't even know we didn't know who they were it was just a matter of that we were all very we were all very sensual with one another it was like we were all in the same mindset or something and we took care of each other with the same care and concern and depth of you know vigilance and it was just uh, it was just strange it was almost otherworldly and we all had these amazing orgasms and every year we see them and we're like wow that we could only do that again yeah. sure. but we did have another chance with them and it was just this past year and we had a beautiful experience with them it wasn't exactly the same because we already knew them yeah but it was pretty close yeah some of those experiences that you get you just can't get out of your mind it's it, when it's like out of body type of experience I had that only once. I don't know if you remember. We went that to that chalet up north. And I, as everybody knows, I'm not bisexual. I'm bi-curious, bi-situational, bi-selfish, all of those bi's. But I'm not bisexual. But when we went to this very intimate place, and it was a party, and we had arrived first, as we always do. You know, Dave likes the, the best choice of everything, so he likes to be there early, so he makes sure he gets his piece. That's why I married to Carol. She was the best choice. <laughs> So it just started off slowly, and as we were there early, only a couple couples there, but there was a woman who, I guess she was into me, and I think she understood that I wasn't bisexual. However, she was so sensual that we barely touched lips, and we kissed so softly, and then she touched my breasts, and I got shivers down my spine, and we had that connection, like you were saying, like out-of-body experience. And she gave me an orgasm just by so lightly touching me and stroking and, and I guess me too, touching her in a similar way, that that's an experience with a woman that I will never, ever, ever forget. Absolutely. And it's just, that sometimes happens. And again, Carol is definitely bisituational um, in the right moment. And on the Bliss Cruise in April, we met this young couple 
and Carol tried something for the first time. Yeah, we did scissoring. You know, it was, I was hot and horny, and I was with the husband most of the time. But she was done with David, and she suggested, "Hey, you want to want a scissor?" I said, "Oh, I've never done that before. Sure, I don't no idea." So she was grinding on me, scissoring position, and. It was like, holy cow, these two pussies were like melting together and the rhythm was there. And, and, and I actually orgasmed yeah. and I was like so surprised, I guess, just the whole novelty of the situation. So uh, we're talking about some new things, but you had told us that you guys had learned new things recently that now are your go-to positions. Tell us a little bit about that. So, yeah, in the last year, we've uh, we've come across a couple of things and, and they're... They're probably not new to the entire world, but for us, it's been a it's been a terrific experience. The <clears throat> one is nothing more than Terry lying on top of me. I'm on my back on the bed. Terry's on top of me. Where's your I'm, cock? I'm inside her, but my my knees are not bent. My legs are out straight, so I can't really thrust, thrust. move. Yeah, I right. can't thrust. I may you know maybe an inch, but yeah. But Terry has complete control of what's going to happen. The most I can do is I can get side boob with my hands. Grab I can ass. grab her ass. I can scratch her back. But Terry's in complete control. And I know I'm going to come, but it's not going to be a volcano explosion. Right. It's more like... A cock massage. It's, it's, just, it's just getting there so slowly, and it's such a buildup, and it's just so exciting that it's just like a... A, 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 a melting over yeah. it's just, and, it's, and that's the one position that we we don't share with anyone else oh, nice. we keep that position for ourselves uh-huh. really well you just shared it with a million people <laughs> well they can do it <laughs> and, and I hope they have as Physically, much fun as we do you will do. not share it but you were able to verbally well, the other position that we learned recently was we get in the 69 position after I greased up my breasts really heavily and what I do is I kind of go back and forth. I'm sitting on his face the whole time, and he, he's, he's so good. I love my husband's tongue. Um, but I just basically go back and forth from either doing titty-fucking him ah. by sliding back and forth and then sucking on his cock, grabbing his cock, and I just go back and forth and back and forth until he finally just says, okay, I need you to do this. Just stay with this, you know, <laughs> until That's he finally gets up. It's like he's being teased, you know? Well. <laughs> The backstory is that Terry has never wanted me to titty fuck her. She doesn't think her tits are good enough for it. Love I, of course, tits. have a different opinion. I agree. Um, but that's not been something. She, but this is what, the way she will. She, she enjoys it happening. And it works really well. And our nickname for that one is... Uh, slip and Slide. Slip Ooh. and Slide. I like it. Nice. I like nice. It. And what's your nickname for the other one where you're straight on your back? Mm. Just uh, we, our no, post, just yeah, our. That's, that's just position. yeah. That's uh-huh. that's the private one. All right. So we've gone through the evolution of your couple. <laughs> we've gone through the evolution of starting in soft swap and into full orgies. But now you guys have evolved again. Tell us a little bit about your needs and wants in the lifestyle, and and why you think you got to where you are. Where like last night we didn't fuck. We just had oral sex. Mm-hmm. And you were telling us that that's your preference now. Why are you at that stage now? 
I think I'm probably, I think we're both driving this, but from different directions. So for me, my libido has changed a great deal. Um, I don't just wake up horny, get horny all day, and go to bed horny any longer. Somebody has to make an effort. Um, and I find that my husband's the only one that I can orgasm with in our special position with intercourse. I can't easily get off with intercourse with other men, and it seems to be there needs to be more experience between me and the man, or whatever it is, but um, I don't want to be pounded by a man, I want it to be sensual and pleasurable, and I just get off orally and clitorally much more easily, um, and just as time goes on, I prefer that, I want to get off, I don't want to just let some man screw me, and he and gets yeah, off, yeah. and then I'm just laying there like, right. you know, so... Um, I want to make sure that I have an orgasm, and best for me is with oral sex. But foreplay is much more important than it used to be, and getting to know a couple more is more important than it used to be most of the time. Well, I think now they're trying to make foreplay not be called foreplay. That's actually sex. It's not just foreplay. So like you said, you want to enjoy that type of sex rather than penetrative sex, which is not guaranteed that you're going to have an orgasm. So I'm with you. I have exactly the same feelings. We do a whole lot more making sure that when I'm having um, a fun in the swinging lifestyle that it's with a guy either who I can trust, who I can communicate with, or just not have an expectation of an orgasm and David will, will make it happen later because that's what happens when our libido changes as we age. And there's nothing more we can do about that part Again, except it's, it's enjoy the, right the things people. we can enjoy. Right, right. Yeah. And Steve, you, for yeah. you, how, why do you think things have changed? I like a very sensual experience and I find that oral including kissing is always the direction I prefer so we've actually rewritten our profiles online to give people a heads up that we're there for an oral experience a complete oral experience and if you if you are really full swap only then you know we get that good for you yeah. but that's not us and also, you know, as age happens, um, I've decided that the compromise that I'm willing to live with is um, I will I will do some things um, uh, medically, and there are other things I'm not willing to do, and. So I, that's going to lead to uh, not solving all performance issues. And so that's the compromise, that performance will be there sometimes, sometimes it won't. But orally, it's gonna always, feel great. It's always it going to feel great. It's al always going to yeah. happen. And by the way, last night, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> so I just wanted to add that another issue is that it's hard for me to go orgasm when the man has a condom on. There's just a totally different sensation. If I can smell the latex, I don't like that smell. It turns me off. There's a lot to it. So that's just another issue is a condom. And so, of course, with my husband, I don't need to use a condom. So it's so much different. And for him, 
regarding whether he uses a condom, he can't get off easily in a condom. Mm -hmm. So once again, just oral sex, we know we're going to both get off. Don't have to worry about and that And especially issue. when you're with a partner who doesn't know your body. is not, I mean, when you're with a swinger partner who doesn't know your body, when with your own partner, your love partner, they know who, how your body works and what you can do and where your favorite positions are. So it's just hard sometimes to explain that to somebody who doesn't know you. So one of the things that we have evolved into, um, I have condomitis as well, and um, which explain what that means so that you know well, don't you always put a keep condom on and and you um, lose your erection you lose your erection and my cock likes feeling the heat it likes feeling the wetness it likes feeling everything and um, it doesn't stop us from having sex with other couples the only thing that I decide to do is if it's hot and horny I put on a condom for sure I can fuck another person but if I can't well we do the oral thing and then I fuck Carol yeah Right? And that's how we continue evolving our lifestyle journey um, as we age. Because condomitis, you know, yes, you know, you can have it at any age, but keeping an erection hard and long for the right amount of time is, is harder as we age. And we talk on, on our sexual wellness and healthy aging show about how your sex lives change as you age. Now, Steve, you are an athlete, you eat well, you do all that stuff, you take care of your body, and um, our listeners have heard that I've just started doing some scientific experiments, not for pleasure, with Viagra, and I say, hell yeah, try it for those moments where you want to have that great experience. Well, if there's a performance issue I mean, going on. you have to go on. see a doctor and, yeah. and all that stuff, check your, your blood work and all that has to be done, but there are ways to... Enhance, yeah. Enhance and, and continue having a sexy uh, lifestyle. And, you know, once you've been in the lifestyle for a long time, you have to create that excitement. It's the same thing if you're in a marriage. It gets stale and boring if you do the same old, same old all the and time. even people might not get it, but even swinging can get boring. You know, and it's I, the same story, the same routine. I got to tell you, we had a couple over a month ago with a single girl. And they're our good friends, and we have full swap with them. We've been in orgies with them. And we, they came over, and we took out the massage table, and we did six-handed massages for the whole year. There was no fucking. Everybody came. The women came multiple times. The guys came twice. And it was just a wonderful evening, and it was just different. The same thing. We had such an amazing time with you guys last night, and there wasn't a cock and a pussy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? We took out a couple of toys. We had some massage. And, and we oil. also had great communication together. Yeah. We planned it in advance, what we were going to do. We had our videos all set up so we could follow. The best communication <laughs> was, Terry, don't say a word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to come. <laughs> all right, guys. We're at the end of the show. I can't believe an hour has passed. Um, we're here on vacation. We're at Desire, in, at Desire Pearl in Cancun. Um, we've talked about Bliss Cruises. We've talked about all the fun stuff. Um, why don't you, for some final advice, talk to the couples out there who want to go on a lifestyle vacation for their first time, and what would be your top two recommendations for getting the most out of a week together on a sexy lifestyle vacation? I think my input would be that the couple should have a really in-depth conversation about their boundaries and what they're willing to do expectations and yeah their expectations um, so that when they go out there they don't end up 
confused or hurt. Um, and don't be afraid to go up to people. If you think they're cute, you better go say hello because you may not see them again. Mm-hmm. And everybody is equally scared, in my opinion, so you may as well go and take a chance. Yeah, yeah very, very good advice. I like that. So, Steve, Steve, Steve. You have been listening to our show for so many years. You are, you know, an avid listener. I am going to give the last word to you about, you know, so couples who are thinking about going on a lifestyle vacation for the first time, what are some things they should talk about before they go on the trip? Absolutely. Talk about what you are willing to do and willing to let your partner do uh, ab- and and talk again while you're there communicate 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 we do that even now more than a decade later we talk after every event before we go to something you know what are we expecting yeah. I'm, I'm one of the things that we always say because you know, you meet couples and I might find her attractive, but Carol doesn't find him attractive. You know, what about if a couple is interested in you, but both of you aren't interested in them? Do you take one for the team and you just say, I'll do it because my husband wants to? No. As a matter of fact, Terry offered that here on this trip yesterday. When she made a date with David, she said she would take one for the team. I, I, much as, much as, no. No. <laughs> no, it was another couple. And I, I, I just said, no, why yeah. would you do that? Right, exactly. Um, no. it, it's about your couple. You know, swinging and the lifestyle is about strengthening your couple. So don't do anything that's not good for your couple. And there's always other opportunities that are always going to pop up. So don't think that this is going to be your last chance to have a swinging experience. It's I, I, not. I, I want to end the show by telling people out there who want to try a lifestyle vacation is that you don't have to play with other people. You can come for a great sexy experience. You can go in the playroom and have sex with your partner where other people are having sex. You can watch. You can <coughs> you can learn. Um, you can go naked on the beach. You don't have to go naked on the beach. It's really whatever is good for your couple. Um, if, it's, if swinging is something you want to get into, talk about it talk about it talk to the experts uh, we had dr valerie popple on our show there's always an expert on property to answer those questions with credible information but just come these and are the most re- and just remember that there's no right way or wrong way to be in the lifestyle it's whatever works for your couple no right. matter what anybody else is doing you don't have to do that absolutely <laughs> man i gotta get rid of this cop all right the end of another great show Terry, Steve, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about hearing yourself on our show. (laughs) It's going to be fun. And as we do every week, we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. And so just a reminder to join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, Terry and Steve, send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe, and of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time.
Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, but you just might have the best sex ever. 